And somebody needs to answer that in kind mm. and say, hey, lady, do you think we're morons? Shut up. You, I think you need to walk that back right now, or maybe you need to get out of this room. Welcome back to the interview podcast on the Y Milbank Podcast Network from Milbank, South Dakota. This is Craig Weinberg. Theinterviewpodcast.org is where you can find this show and where you can help support it. We are funded solely by the value for value model, which says we provide the content to you. We go out and get it, create it, make it, put it, make it available to you at no cost to you. If you get value out of the show, you get to determine what that value is what it looks like, if it's a dollar, if it's a thousand dollars, heck, if it's $50,000. The value you get out of the show, you get to turn back into dollars, send it our way. Uh, and that's much appreciated and very helpful. So we can continue these conversations. Another great way that you can help support this show is by telling more people about it. Getting more listeners is a great way for us to be, to get out there and reach more people with the stories of the people that we talk to. Today on the show is a repeat guest. I only have a few of those so far, and it's so fun to pull a few of them uh, that have more to say and uh, are willing to say it. Larry Blider of That Larry Show and Planet Rage, the show he does together with Darren O'Neill, is back from Southern California to talk about the use of language in America today and in politics. Uh, And we just kind of have an interesting chat throughout... uh, language kind of look through some of the new words that got added to the merriam-webster dictionary this year uh and just have a good time so i hope you enjoyed this conversation i know i did thanks again larry for hanging out spending a saturday morning i guess into the afternoon with me hope you enjoy this chat thanks for listening we will certainly see you on the next one but enjoy this one as it gets started today uh, Larry Blinder is back again, uh, may, only because he's Wait, kind you, enough. You, you said that like uh, you know the uh, the cockroaches are returned. Didn't we spray for them? You know the back, the oh, rats shit. are back. Dang it! <laughs> what are we gonna do? Uh, Larry, thanks for coming back on the show uh, so soon. Really, you're 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 getting to be one of my uh, my favorite people to listen to, uh, only because I mean that glorious voice you uh you you uh, oh, you own so. Uh, it's just this way in the morning by you know by uh by eight o'clock at night i sound a lot like that midget from fantasy island from that old tv show just yeah (laughs) that's fantastic um all right so one of the things i wanted to talk to you about because you uh have been you you've written and done how many episodes have you done on that larry show so far Ooh, it's, uh, you know, let's see, it's about, uh, I'm working on episode 383 and, uh, there's, there's in addition to that, there's about 40 bonus episodes. So whatever that so, geez, so four and a half, almost what, 420, somewhere in that range. Yeah. So hey, that's interesting. There. 420. There's an interesting day. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you do live in California, so. I do, and you know what? I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not into that, which is really silly, isn't it? You know, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, you can't. You take take my dog for a walk, and I'm smelling this stuff, and I don't use it. But I guess I do use it by by proxy, right? By accident. Yeah. But you live here, yeah. So. Um, okay, so I I know that on that Larry show, uh, yes. you tend to um, hold no punches uh, in regards to anything you want to talk about politics much, specifically. Yeah. Um, yes. Did you see? 
uh, the president of the United States uh, issue his new plan to pardon uh, marijuana convictions federally? I did not see the video of that. I read about it, and I've just this morning um, been told that uh, uh, there's there's nobody to be pardoned because there's no federal rap on that. It's all state stuff. Is that true? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm looking at an article right now from the Tucson.com. So this is from uh, okay. Arizona. Two hours ago. Today we're recording this uh, bright and early for you in the kind of uh, 10-8, um, yes. October 8th, 2022. Uh, says President Joe Biden announced on Thursday, that would have been two days ago, that he's pardoning individuals charged with simple marijuana possession on a federal level. But his decision does not affect broad groups of Americans and non-citizens charged with the crime. Mm. That's an interesting little bit they threw in there. The non-citizen bit. Non-citizen. What does that mean? I don't, what are we to take from that? Well, it seems as though uh, there's a certain faction of people in the United States that would want the laws and protections that the Constitution provides uh, extended to people. And that feels, of, yeah, all yeah. people, no, no, ma- no matter where you're, you know, American, not American, whatever, you know, no so, borders, no whatever. So El Chapo, him, let's let him out. Perhaps, yeah. Well. I, which is one of the great mysteries. I just got to just take a little quick detour here. I like so it. I, well, why, why, why do we have, I, where was he from? Mexico, Colombia, wherever the hell he was from. He wasn't from the United States. Why, why is he in a U.S. prison? I don't, I don't quite get that, but. <laughs> Well, they got him. Joaquin got Guzman, him. right? Is that his name? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. an amazing, uh, he pulled that out of the ether. Yeah. I think that is his name. Guzman. Uh, Gu- Guzman. Sorry. Yes. Guzman. Yeah, it has a little dash over the, the yes. A. Guzman. Guzman. Spanish. <laughs> uh, commonly yeah, known. So, yeah. So I get it. Yeah. So anybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, but only for simple marijuana possession. Simple. So that's yeah. just possession. So you then give that to someone else in exchange for something, then you're now a dealer. So that's a different story. Ah, okay. I would presume. Uh, okay. Go back to the article. There's historical precedent for mass application of the presidential pardon power. Uh, but mm. the sheer size of Biden's pardon list stands out amongst most recent predecessors. The White House estimates 6,500 people with prior federal convictions and thousands of such convictions under law could benefit from this relief. That's a direct quote from uh, the White House. So, of course, they're going to say things like that. Of course they are. Uh, while Biden, please get out and vote. And remember who sprung you. <laughs> vote blue. Well, 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 see, that's fascinating as well. It's like yeah. this um, this college debt forgiveness. Oh, um, Is that please. just coincidental that it happened right before midterm election where the Democrats no, appeared to be losing? No. You're grasping at straws. Stop, stop, stop. I, I just, I call, I'm an umpire. Call it like I see it. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> Biden did announce an expedited review of how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. Now, that's probably oh. a, an inappropriate tack to take. Let's mm-hmm. now figure out if it's, if it's worthy of being illegal. Right. You know, the, yeah. the, the libertarian movement. Uh, nah, Tom Woods would yell mm-hmm. at me for probably saying that. Um, the... The fringe, those that kind of hold the law differently, um, would probably jump on the bandwagon that says, how can you, as a government, tell someone that a thingy growing in the ditch, it is criminal for you to touch it and, and take it home, you know, 
Can it do that with, I mean, where does it end when you start down that road? And I think that's a, it's an interesting perspective, definitely. It is. It's a good, it's very clear. So you live in uh, a state with one of the most brilliant governors uh, currently. (laughs) And (laughs) uh, I I only say that because it appears, uh, I was listening to uh, No Agenda last night, uh, the latest episode, and they were talking about this new law that Gavin Newsom, future presidential candidate, hopeful Gavin Newsom. Oh yeah. Um, he would. He signed that. Did did it make it illegal? Well, D- Dvorak claims that it makes it illegal to get a second opinion mm. from a doctor. Mm. That sounds something like uh, Captain uh, Hair Gel would go for, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've not, I've not seen or heard that yet. I haven't heard the guy's show, um, to that point. I always listen sort of in chunks, haven't gotten there yet, but I haven't heard about the thing either, but, but they, you know, Sacramento very much tends to operate in a vacuum as does Washington, DC. They love to, you know, write these bills and pass them in the dark of night and say too late. There it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and that sounds about right. I mean, they've made it illegal, or they're making it illegal to uh, for a, a doctor to deviate from the uh, script uh, laid down by uh, Albert Bourla and Pfizer about uh, the vaccine. You know, if somebody, some patient says, "Should I get this? I shouldn't." You have to say almost for word for word what's what's been uh, prescribed. And if you deviate, uh, you're looking at uh, a possible uh, jail sentence. Mm-hmm. So, so why wouldn't they? Do that too. Don't you can say second opinions are now illegal. I totally believe they would do that. So this is from Healthline two days ago, mm-hmm. October fifth. I guess three days ago now. Uh, mm-hmm. Did California just ban medical misinformation? This is what we know according oh, yeah. to three days ago. Yeah. Um, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed legislation on September thirtieth that would allow the state medical board to discipline physicians and surgeons who spread coronavirus misinformation during. Mm-hmm. Direct patient care. Now, that's an interesting caveat. It sure is. Um, This includes the possibility of suspending or revoking their California medical license. Uh, Mm -hmm. The bill, AB 2098, uh, let me just throw that in a new tab here, uh, states that any licensed physician or surgeon is committing, quote, uh, unprofessional conduct if they disseminate, quote, misinformation or disinformation about the nature and risks of the virus the prevention and treatment of COVID-19, and the development, safety, and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. There you go. Uh, In a statement issued uh, that day, Governor Newsom emphasized that, quote, this bill does not apply to any speech outside of discussions directly related to COVID-19 treatment within a direct physician-patient relationship. For now, maybe. Mm -hmm. That It just, I I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to know. I mean, you live in the state. You live under his rule. Um, is this, uh, like, what's the sentiment around town about misinformation? I mean, it, is it like whispered about in the dark alleys and shadows that people are, well, are doing or what, um, what's going on? You know, you can't uh, really compare, um, California or certainly urban California. I'll say mm-hmm. that. I think you, you know, with, um, with say a mill bank or other, other places, um, you know, people, for the most part, in Los Angeles tend to be uh, so self-involved um, that, uh, you know, basically, I speak to very few people. 
I've really, I, you know, I've, I've lived, I've lived in my current home now um, for 10 and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I, I've only, I only know one neighbor's name and I've spoken to him on three or four occasions. I don't know any of the others. I'm, now, have they you know, changed? Me, I'm not, or I'm, you not just... on the, I'm not on a Ponderosa. Okay? <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not, it's not it's like I'm have, you know, acres of miles right. between us, you know, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're right there. But what you they just, have for breakfast. Yeah. You just don't um, like so them. Is that it? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, people, people live in their own weird bubble in, mm-hmm. uh, I've never seen anything like it in, in Southern California. And they, 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 they have minimal interface with others. They basically, all you see of them is them gliding in and out of their garages and their Teslas. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Okay. So as far as, you know, if you're, I'm the, I'm the worst guy in the world to poll for what are they thinking other than I can tell you <laughs> that, you know, at any given time right now, I do have to, I do have to go to the supermarkets and so forth. And at, at, at this time, and it's, you know, we heard Joey, Joey did say uh, to Scott Pelley, the pandemic is over. Right. But apparently, you know, I'd say 40% of Los Angeles haven't gotten the message. <laughs> They're still walking around masked outside. Well, didn't, right? uh, d- didn't Pelly kind of fact check or didn't abc was it abc or cbs it's abc CBS. right cbs, CBS. Uh, didn't they fact check the president like mid interview oh, when they? they released that about uh oh geez what, what, oh it was about the stance on uh, taiwan <clears throat> will, will you you know will america defend taiwan against china right and their and his answer was absolutely yep and mm-hmm. they cut away like to voiceover well, we reached out to the White House, and the White House said nothing has changed. Well, I think I was listening to Jimmy Dore. The president mm. is the White House. Oh, yeah. So is yes. he not the president? See, this is the whole language right. problem. Like, who's running yes. the ship? Well, <laughs> it looks. It doesn't look as if Joey is. I mean, he's <laughs> basically, you know, he's a mummy. And people say he's a puppet, but puppets are cute, you know? <laughs> It's <laughs> nothing cute about that guy. He's a mummy. Um, I think beneath the you know the, the the Hollywood skin that they've encased him in, you would find you know rotting bandages. Uh, and so they just they just you know they, look what they do. I mean, uh, Adam and John's producers, who are physicians, physicians mm-hmm. said that they you know they claim that his his ailment is not really Alzheimer's; it's a form of Parkinson's, and there are absolutely drugs out there they can jack him up with, so they can trot him out. And he oh he to turn it off be, for a minute. Yeah, he can be lucid and mm-hmm. and reasonably articulate for thirty or forty five minutes, and then you know he just he's, he basically collapses. And I think that's what's going on. And somebody you know like this this pot thing. I mean, you don't think he thought of that on his own. He didn't think of that. Somebody said, hey, 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 Joey, Joey, look, sign this. Yeah, it'll get you, get us to, we need it for the party. Get get us some votes. Uh, okay. Uh, that's, that's how he operates. That's what I think. All right. So your, uh, your non-professional uh, opinion, should marijuana Wait a minute. I'm a professional podcaster. <laughs> Let's get that straight. I forgot. My bad. <laughs> I get paid to do this. Not a lot, but something. That makes me you professional, sats, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, okay. All right. What does that mean nowadays, being a professional? That's a great one. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting uh, what, what that means. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's become more elastic than it once was. You know, I'll, I'll put it in my, what it means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, I mean, it, I, your truth is actually the truth now. So come on now. <laughs> your truth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, long long ago, I, I fronted a country western band a couple of years out of school and had a lot of fun. Oh, I didn't know time, this. Oh, yeah. And at oh, that time, you know, people would say, you know, if I meet somebody, say, you know, what, what do you do? I'd say, well, I'm a musician. And technically I was. I was making if you could call it a living not really but i get paid to perform and play my guitar and sing and put on shows and then since then people say you know are people say oh you play guitar you you're a musician and i go no i'm not a musician i'm a guy who plays guitar mm. if i start getting paid to do it i'll be a musician again okay and that's that's the way i look at it so people you know it's like la is absolutely paved paved with clowns who call themselves <laughs> writers. Everybody in LA is writing a screenplay. About 0.001% of them ever sell a screenplay. And that may not mean it goes anywhere either, right? It, of course. I've been there myself. I've got a couple in turnaround. You mm. know, they, they, they were sold but never produced. Um, but that's that's the mindset. Oh, well, I'm doing it. You know, and now, thanks to the internet, all these ersatz writers, well, I'm a published author. Yeah, it's on it's on Tommy's blog, so I'm published. <laughs> you know, that's that's how it works. So do we so. need to have a system, some sort of a, a protocol you have to go through? Should there be a class, a test you got to take to be <laughs> call yourself to get okay, to get the blue check mark, so to speak. The blue check mark. Uh, it would seem you have to show, you know, uh proof that you're a flaming asshole to get that blue check mark, <laughs> at least from my perspective, but uh oh, uh, Dvorak, sorry. <laughs> oh, he has one soft job. I, so. <laughs> I think he does. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but I mean, isn't that a thing? The blue, we call them the blue checks. Oh, yeah. Right? I, mean, yeah. I mean, overwhelmingly, they're cretins. Yeah. Overwelmingly. Yeah. Right? Well, sure and okay, so here's a good example of the professional world. I was at an event last night photographing for a corporation, um, and they had these speakers in and out off the stage, and one of them was the social media master, like the manager of whatever she was, manager of social media. This, you know, little teeny bopper. Um, mm. who was giving a presentation on how to be, how to utilize social media so you can be relevant. Okay. Um, and talk, showing some things. Her presentation sucked, typos all throughout. I mean, I was just cringing. Uh, I actually took some pictures of the screen. <laughs> because... the White House? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's no. better than that. Um, and it was fascinating because this this little, not an influencer, but this, Social media maven. I don't know if that's maven. the right word either. Um, oh, yeah. She had this little reel she did. And, oh, I'm getting so much play on it. And, Cherry, it's so cute. Oh, because I'm hilariously funny, blah, blah, blah. And mm. then at the end of the presentation was the Instagram account. So I mm. thought, I'll go check it out. Looked it up. This girl, who just spent half an hour on stage almost, regaling us with the, the, <laughs> the successes she has on the social medias and what you should be doing. Had a total of 61 followers on the Instagram yeah, channel. Yeah. Isn't that typical? Professional. Yeah. But she's a, she's a professional. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and she got paid. Yeah. She got brought in by someone to, be sure. the, to run their social media. And yeah. maybe it'll go somewhere. I don't know. It was just funny to me that this yeah. girl was brought, on, brought in as the expert mm. with no evidence. Maybe the new bromide is, I claim, therefore I am. Okay, does this go back to this whole truth is relative now? Is that all it is? Well, it seems it would be, right? <laughs> right. I mean, she's, she's a social media. Yeah. She's got 61 followers. What more do you want? <laughs> Buckle up. It's coming. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, uh, well, by the way, I just got to back up for yeah. a second. I love your photography, oh, and you. I, I saw your you know your Facebook post, and uh, it was just fantastic work with those folks. And and it's, and I love that you know the kind of the what do they call it the landscape shot of the the Ford Bronco. Oh, um, and I thought that, that man, that car pretty much matches the. Uh, the, the the land the it was sitting of, on of the, of the prairie yeah. grass exactly is that was that an ad for Ford or I uh, wish it was, was no because I'd be I'd be making be. I might not be here if it was it, man yeah. it, that really Beautiful. should be man, that yeah. was just breathtaking it really was yeah it was fun that was actually a private uh, the private ride of uh, I think I want to say it's the finance manager whatever for a big Ford dealership out in uh, Spearfish um, what a cool South name for Dakota. a town Spearfish, Spearfish South Dakota. Like it's almost oh. in Wyoming all the way to the west. Um, but it was his personal, and of course we were in the Badlands and that was the yeah. Badlands edition Bronco. So it was perfect. Oh, they had, what a cool thing. They oh, yeah. have a bad, I, yeah. I, I might want to look at that. Oh, yeah. That sounds very cool. Uh, not cheap, but phenomenal. I mean, this thing. What would one of those go for? Uh, we looked them up and they're in the 80 to 90 range. For a Bronco. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. For, at that price, it better have like a collectible Colt. Six gun door handles. You know what? It didn't even. Now I, I rented a Ford Mustang a few years ago in Texas, and I didn't realize it. But I stopped at a restaurant at after dark, and I yeah. opened the door, looked on the ground, and there's the Ford Mustang logo l- illuminated on the ground where you step out. Oh, yeah. Super okay. cool. Sure. Uh, this didn't even have that. So I mean, wow. So that's extra. <clears throat> apparently, the best part about it though is it's got adapters everywhere because the whole top comes off, and it's yeah. got power and for accessories you can load the thing up well on the top of the dash just above the screen Mm -hmm. um there's a series of buttons with icons and one of them was like rock crawling mode push it and all of a sudden your wheels all work independent yeah it was just wow a a killer ride uh phenomenal i mean the money's got to be insane but beautiful color what would it cost to replace a tranny on a thing like that? Oh, jeez, wow. I have no idea. No idea, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of new cars, though, uh, we're yeah. kind of in the market of looking for a new car for my wife right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And the used cars are, in, in the, the the vehicle we're looking at, um, yeah. a used version is between like three and seven grand more expensive than brand new. I'm hearing this. And so I'm not sure I can wrap my head around. Well, my, my dad, I t- talked to him the other day and he's like, this cannot be real. This can't yeah, but be acceptable. I hear it from a lot of people. Yeah. And it's true. I talked to um, a dealer in up in uh, near Minneapolis and because yeah. some friends of mine bought one there. So I called, hey, what do you got? And oh, we, we can take your money now. We can secure that your car. Oh, good. Secure awesome. That. So I'm like, well, so you expecting a man? Well, no, we'll have to order it. So what are we looking oh. at for time? Nine to ten months. Holy really? Moly. And wow. so no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll figure something out. But then I looked down in Dallas because I'll be down there in about three weeks. And yeah. I thought, well, shoot, if they've got one, they don't have any on on site, but mm. they list them. They have MSRP, and then mm-hmm. they have a market adjustment. It's $6,000 over MSRP. There you go. And they're yeah. like, this is our low price. Market low adjusted price. low price. That's six grand more than MSRP. No, not going to yeah. happen. Well, you got to understand something. That's Putin's price hike. <laughs> he did that. I he forgot. did that. I forgot. Yeah. I, I just thought Bad that was Vlad. at the pump. And actually, my gas is going back up here in South Dakota again. What's it at? I paid three seventy nine. <laughs> now I know that's cute for you. But 
Um, <laughs> let's see. Filled it a couple of days ago. It was three. It was six seventy. Are you serious? Six dollar. Oh, geez, that is double. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I, I paid one hundred and five dollars last night to fill my car up. Yeah. You I, got a big car. Yeah, big thirty tank. gallon tank. But yeah, I that's insane. Yeah, the whole place is insane. That's why I can't wait to get get out of here. I mean, yeah, so so there was talk on uh, Planet Rage with Darren that you were yeah. actually in the process of of exiting Cali. Is that happening? I, or no? I was. Um, it's not happening now. I w- I would have been long gone by now. But you know, when you get a when you want to uh, market a, a house, you got to sort of spiff it up. You know, so mm, had some yeah, painting yeah. done and this and that. Just you know, shine it up, whatever. And um, the moment it was uh, it was show ready. Um, you know, the, the Fed jacked the rates, they basically doubled and the, the market imploded. I mean, it totally imploded. Even, you know, if you read about SoCal real estate, there's people say, well, you know, the rich are always buying and that's, that's, that's a recession proof, uh, space bullshit. Really? Um, yeah. Even, you know, houses, five, $10 million, they're not moving. They're just sitting there. Um, so, so it, it's, is that, it's just a, is a direct result of the, the rates that have just gone correct. like way no through the roof reason. again? Thank totally. you, feds. Totally. There'd be, pro- you know, had I got it on the market a month earlier, mm. um, people are actually buying houses sight unseen just on the on the, the uh, online listings, and and they were getting you know two and three offers within hours of listing, and those rates hit six percent and just just collapsed instantly. So, so we're yeah. taking another shot at my girls. My older daughter's going to finish high school here. She's a senior, and then uh, we'll put a shingle on the. On, on the front lawn in the spring and see what happens. Wow. Do you have a, a general region you're going after or just away from California? Away from California, you know, probably definitely back to the east. Um, uh, whereabouts is yet to be determined. We've got some, you know, some notions, but uh, just get the hell out of here. Is so was one. any of that uh, some, <laughs> you just took a trip around the country. Uh, yes. Was any of that kind of scouting out a little bit or? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was looking at, at uh, colleges for my my daughter. We had a had an eye full of a few of those, and um, thinking in terms of where we might want to settle or mm-hmm. at least hang our hats for a while. Um, yeah, that is a you know, it's a great big beautiful country. And when you get out of L.A., you realize what a shithole it's become. I mean, when I when I first moved here, it was a banging beautiful place to be. I mean, it was really really good it was a it was a quantum leap better than where i came from which was the mean streets of new york mm. um but in uh, you know over time the uh the lefty uh lefty scum at city hall in sacramento have just uh, destroyed it so yeah is it a state problem or is it more the big cities kind of become their own little island I think I feel I feel for the people, um, you know, in the Central Valley and uh, I mean, it's, a, it's an enormous state. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you get out of um, the, uh, the urban areas, um, people are normal again. They do speak to you and say I and have thoughts that are not programmed by Don Lemon. Um, so and they are, you know, I feel sorry for them. It's there's a lot of people who can't leave. That would be really awful mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of people are you know they've got the businesses are here or their farmland and so forth vineyards you name it what are you going to do pack up your grapes and take them with you, you mm-hmm. know? so uh they're they're really they're really stuck and um but it's i mean if you look at it, it's it's i think um you know california in its own way is uh, is very 
emblematic of uh, the, the rest of the country in that you've got uh, high concentrations and urban urban areas are controlling the uh, the lives of everybody else and that's that's not good <laughs> so. well i know i mean i grew up in oregon and that was kind of how it was back you know 25 years ago um was you know portland salem eugene really did kind of dictate the the political yeah. will of the state uh, right. but you get out of out of those three you know circles of of hell okay yeah um and, and then then it was more uh it felt more free and open yeah. and you know you could sure. just go out and and live right it didn't feel like you were being you know held down at all right um now I do find it interesting that I can't remember. Well, I guess I can. It may I may have been four or five, where my parents actually had to go to a poll to vote. Uh, it's been mail-in voting for decades uh, in Oregon, <clears throat> and okay. I mean, I coincidentally or not, I don't know. Um, the control of the state has been one-sided, right? Ever since. Yes. Now that is strictly coincidence, I'm sure. <laughs> uh let's talk about some language you uh the sure. this new <laughs> this new uh uh leader prime minister boss lady in was it italy oh um yeah everywhere and i don't have the clip but they're out there um there's a few super cuts that i know they've brought to the the table on the i think adam's brought some uh to no agenda that of everyone not celebrating the fact that this is the first woman elected to run the ship, but that she's the first fascist since Mussolini. Yeah, they're calling her Mussolina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, what's her name, Kara Swisher that did that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, fascism. Hmm. I mean, yeah. what, what is fascism? Um, damn if I know. Um, but if basically, if you're not on board with the, uh, with the Marxist ideals, you're a fascist, right? I mean, that's really what it is. Well, according to the Merriam-Webster, okay. which is, I think, truth, and I have a list of new words, so we'll see how actually relevant they are. Um, often capitalized, the word fascism, a political mm -hmm. philosophy, movement, or regime, uh, such as that of the fasciti, no, fascisti. Um, right. that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government head headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation, and forcible suppression of opposition. Joe Biden's a fascist then. Man, that sure seems uh, <clears throat> like they're talking about the other side. Yeah. <laughs> a tendency toward an or actual exercise of strong autocratic or dictatorial control. Um, yeah. Why was that word bantied about against Trump so much? And it's not remotely considered with Biden. I think it's just because, um, you know, what, what they want, I think basically it's become too hackneyed mm. uh, and overused to say somebody's literally Hitler. Ah, so now just, just, just fascism, fascist fascism. is the next, yeah. It's the next best thing. Mm -hmm. you know, it's the same same meaning, different different word. I think basically that's that's what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah. government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation. Yeah. That that in my the way I read that, my 
clearly unprofessional opinion um, the, uh, is everyone needs to do the same thing and agree with the same stuff. And let's just say the same things. Yes. Get on board with the program. Yeah. Well, that's what Joey's mouthpiece that, said, what, right? If you, if, if yes. your beliefs differ from the mainstream, you're, you're an extremist. You're, yeah. You're right. Which yeah. is the same as a fascist. Sure. So why is no one bringing this up? And, and again, I, I don't care the party. If, mm. if any party said, the other per- other party is fascist. Now you all need to get in line with us and do what we say and obey us and follow our lead because we're right. right. Mm, I'm, this conversation still happens. Mm. So why? What is? What wool has been pulled over their eyes? You know, um, it's really. I think it's something almost in the DNA. And I, I, th- I think it just comes back to... Uh, it's in your sexuality. It's in the... <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe it is. I, maybe, you know. But I, th- I think that it's 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 basically, uh, you know, as I divide it up in my show, Astros and Lutfas, uh, which I'm sure you're familiar with those, and or, you know, basically it's the hive mentality. And you've got one, one enormous, vast swath of people who are live for the collective, mm. you know, and they want to be on top of each other. Then they want to have their nose in everybody else's business and tell other people what to do. And then you get this other group, which appears to be dwindling, who just want to be left the fuck alone, mm. <laughs> you know. And guys that live in Millbank are probably like that. And there are a few refugees in places like Los Angeles, and I'm sure even New York and Chicago, who feel that way. Yeah, but, but you guys don't talk to your neighbors. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. You don't. And they just leave us alone. There you go. Yeah, just leave us alone. Yeah. So, so the, the I, word, is, yeah. yeah, the the word fascism just feels like it's being, um, abused. Oh yeah. Strictly and and totally reimagined. And you know we're totally. just gonna fold this in. And this is our yeah. This is yeah. fascism. That's it. But that's yeah. what they do. I mean, you really you have to give them. You you look at them. A lot of them are not very bright. I mean, Joey. Joey's. He's not a bright man. He never was. He's kind of a dope. And so many of them on the left are subpar uh, mentally. However, they've achieved incredible success because they know how to get ahead. And I think one of the basic tenets of, of Marxism is, is, is controlling and distorting vocabulary. I mean, the, the crap from his, his original book, those words didn't exist until he created them, dialectical materialism and so forth. They say that racism is a word coined by Leon Trotsky. Um, that's what they do. Mm. They take existing words and distort their meaning, and then they'll make up ones to you know, fill in the holes where, they, where, where it's needed. They're very good at that. Why doesn't the right ever do that? Does it have something to do with the infiltration of one very specific ideology in the traditional news media? I guess, yeah. And how did that happen? Was that because the the powers that be way back when media was a was unknown and kind of beginning to tell the story of our communities, that those were the people with money, so they got in there and they got to tell their story? Well, yeah. I mean, the, 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 I think that... Um, Historically, um, Ivy League schools were always kind of a feeder for Hollywood and journalism. You know, Conan O'Brien, it's a, lot, a lot of these guys came from Harvard, Princeton, Yale, whatever they, can, they were considered, smart Alex and so forth. So that was certainly a, a factor. And I think that people, 
Yeah, well, the, the the legacy media is certainly doomed. It's on it's on respiration at this point, and it will fully collapse quickly. But I think people don't realize that the media has always been extremely left leaning. They were just better at camouflaging it back in the day. Mm. You know, Walter Cronkite um, was you know certainly on the left, but but they had some. They had some scruples about trying to at least appear unbiased. But there was that, you know, Bernard Goldberg was an old hand at CBS. It goes back a long way. He's a pretty old guy. And he had a hit book that has to be 20 years ago now called Bias, just about how every every story that he had to cover at CBS was slanted from the top, you know, cover it this way. And, and again, what they mostly do, and they're very adept at this, is they lie by omission. It's what they don't say that, that is tends to be the big lie because that's something you can't disprove because mm. they never said that mm-hmm. but they just leave out the pertinent mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. right so well you said the big lie which is a dog whistle right there um, <laughs> for who though <laughs> well, everybody is, uses that one yeah um <laughs> and that that's a fascinating look at language as well because the you know this idea that ooh the big lie in quotes it now is a title so now, in my mind, it doesn't hold value for the words that's in it. It's now a title. It's a thing. So, you know, You're big right. and yeah. lie doesn't mean, they don't mean big and they don't mean lie. It just means, it's, it's, it is like the title, I'm looking at Bernard's book here, Bias. Yeah, Bias. Technically, right. that's the yeah. title of the book. It doesn't have to mean anything. Right. Um, so right. the big lie is that. Now, I listened to a, uh, a um, uh, documentarian who was on the ground before January 6th with one of the groups uh, filming for a documentary. And uh, he said the one thing that the Democrats have been capitalizing on, the one thing they are trying to say is not necessarily that Donald Trump lied, but that this election was the most secure election in history. And he's like, that is (laughs) disprovable without even trying, that it was the most. Sure. And, and he said, that's all that needs to be said, is if you're going to claim that this was the most secure election, safe and secure election ever in history. Ever. I mean, that, that's ever. Trump language, first of all, which is fascinating. You're <laughs> you know? right. If they left out tremendous huge, <laughs> right, they yes. put that in, it could have, yeah. yeah. Yes, bigly, <laughs> it'd be great. Uh, so we've got <laughs> this idea that, forget the, the Republican, the Trump side of it, the MAGA party, the horrible people, forget them. Yeah. The left has said best ever, safest ever. Mm. That's simple to disprove. So in my mind, the conversation's over because we aren't willing to look at truth and facts anymore. They're just not there. So why have the conversation yeah. about that? It's not a big lie. It's just a big propaganda on both sides, probably. Mm-hmm. So that's fascinating. All right, let's look at some words. These new words that the Merriam-Webster has decided are actual, uh, real enough to be included in their uh, their website. If you go to merriam-webster.com, it's since 1828. Wow. I mean, buckle up. These guys are, they have the handle on truth. Oh, speaking of that, did you hear, was it the the EU or the, I think the UN? Um, It was a clip that was on a couple, no agendas ago. the lady that was talking says they own the climate science. I and heard so that. they yes. need to be able to 
get their voice out and on top of everyone else because we own the science. We we own it. We own it. Wow. Science. It's not yeah. science then at that point. <laughs> Marketing. Uh, you know, what's the difference between she said we own the science and Fauci said I am the science. Ah. So come on. Ah, semantics. Right. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Greenwash is a new verb that got added to the Merriam-Webster dictionary in in September. Actually, that that word has been around quite some time. It's just finally it's finally official to make or appear to be more environmentally friendly or less environmentally damaging than it really is. So, does that mean uh, could you a, a synonym could be lie? Yeah, <laughs> to greenwash well, right. something. I mean, it's to... only a shade away from whitewash. We all know what that means. <laughs> that's very true. So, yeah. uh, but, but it's that's specific. Been a while. Yeah. Specific to the climate. Yes. Um, yes. Laggy in the virtual world. The word laggy. L a g g y. L a g g y. Having I've a delayed heard. or slow response. Okay. So I, I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. my connection's laggy. Yours just jumped for a second, so we're good. Uh, yeah. Done. Check. That's a good one. Don Chorus. Don? Like the D-A-W-N chorus. Oh, Don. Don. The singing right. of wild birds that closely precedes and follows sunrise, especially in spring and summer. Really? Hmm. Why do we need to define that? Really, why? It's a good question. Uh, magnet fishing. I didn't know that needed to be defined because it's you're fishing with a magnet. For what? Like... Uh, the sport or hobby of using a strong magnet attached to the end of a rope to find metal objects in bodies of water. Okay. <laughs> I used to know a guy used to shoot with a guy who was uh, he was a uh, salvage diver in uh, the Ooh. port of Los Angeles. So, like, would go sp- knowing something went down, or he just went and dove around to find. No, things. they he was uh, for hire, so you okay. know, like a tugboat would go down or whatever, and he they put on his uh, you know brass helmet and mm-hmm. go over the side and figure out how to raise the thing and all that kind of stuff and he had he had like <clears throat> i never saw it but he said he had like bushels of rusting pistols that really? he picked up yeah. he just got <laughs> thrown in the water because they fling him off the san pedro bridge <laughs> and there's a couple of big bridges down there and it's, he said it was unbelievable you could walk on the, the uh, discarded <laughs> weapons on the floor <laughs> yeah. so more than likely those have stories behind them Oh, I think it's a very good guess. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Very good. Uh, not guess. good stories. stories. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the movies were right. Yeah. Uh, terraform. T-E-R-R-A-F-O-R-M. Terraform. T e r r a f o r m. To transform so that it is suitable for supporting human life. So in regards to like a planet or the moon. That sounds like some Star Trek crap. I bet Elon's behind that one. Yeah. Uh, janky. 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 All right. Yeah, I hear yeah, that a lot. That's a, that's old. A very of very poor quality. The kids yeah. use that. They do. Uh, I just yeah. still I heard this a while back. I can't believe this is real. The word yeet. Y e e t. I mean, I have I have ridiculed the youth for about at least a year when I've heard them say it because it's the stupidest word. But now Merriam-Webster just verified it. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, that's what it, that's what it means. Thanks. No, 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 no. Uh, no, yeet is an expression of surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm. So it's uh, it's yay, just written, uh, yes, written. yep, yep. Woohoo! Okay. Uh, sus. sus, slang huh? for suspicious or suspect. Yeah, my nine-year-old says that. Mm-hmm. I just want to yell. Um, 
<laughs> Baller. Is that uh, professional, like an NBA guy? What it, is that? It's a, it means excellent, exciting, or extraordinary, especially in a way that is suggestive of a lavish lifestyle. So if you're a baller, you're kind of an elite. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, uh, abbreviations. This is interesting. F-W-I-W, for what it's worth. F- That's in the dictionary now. For what it's worth? For what it's worth. F-W-I-W. Big song by the Buffalo Springfield. Long time ago. Oh, so I didn't, I, I, I'm much younger, I'm sure. <laughs> You are. I'm sure you are. Everybody's younger than I am. Right. Yeah. Uh, un- Actually, it's oh. a very cool song. You ch- check it out sometime. I'm sure you've heard it. But by, just by who? By the Buffalo? Time. Buffalo Springfield, which was Stephen Stills and Neil Young and uh, who the hell else was in that thing? I forget, but had a very weird, weird sound to it. Very, uh, quite unique. When you hear it, you're going to say, hmm, I never heard anything quite like that before. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. Yeah. Unbanked. Hmm. All right. Not having money deposited in a bank. See, I thought of that. I thought of like a cheap-ass racetrack where they don't bank the turns. It's unbanked. Don't, don't race there. Slow down and curves, man. <laughs> that might actually be better. Um, now, that's fascinating because there are some things that you must have a bank account. Is this like unhoused, perhaps? Maybe. They, you know what? How about for unbanked, a more appropriate one that's more necessary if you want to come up with a new word? How about, uh, you know, for, there's got to be a more clever way to say it, but undigitized. And this is something mm. that really pisses me off is the amount of businesses I now walk into that say no cash. And where where is the ACLU? Where's the class action to say, hey, see this green back yeah. here there with, uh, you know, Penny's face on it? It mm-hmm. says legal tender for all debts, public and private. Mm-hmm. You take this or you... You're in you're in violation of federal law. Yes, yeah, sh- shouldn't there be a violation of some law in that? Technically, of course it is. Of course it is. Because this is technically legal tender. Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, does this guy get kind of into the idea that well, you know, there's precedent here because look, over the last fifty years, people have been doing this and nobody's complained, so we have enough right. standing yeah. that. You know, it'll be fine. It's fine. No big deal. You know, you, you, yeah. you, you can't bring a lawsuit because, look, everyone's done it already. It's it's just so wrong. I mean, I am, I'm not a Ben, you know, as you know, but I'm also not a Luddite. I know my, my way around a computer. Mm-hmm. I have a smartphone. I have all the crap, all the bells and whistles. But there are days, Craig, when I'll, I'll just leave the damn cell phone in the car. You know, I, I don't care. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. Never feel the need to be connected mm-hmm. at all times. And I'm sure people probably get bugged. Hey, man, he hasn't answered my email in two days. It's probably because I haven't turned on a computer in two days, you know, or, or looked at my phone, my phone's in the glove box mm-hmm. in my car, you know. So to me, talk about discriminatory. No, why man. do I need yeah. to go out to, to buy something? And why do I have to have one of these devices in my pocket when I have cash mm-hmm. or a credit card? Yeah. Well, forget the credit card. But so, so like went to a couple of uh, concerts recently both of them no tickets only only you gotta have a cell phone what really what are you talking about oh yeah yeah we at the greek theater we saw jackson brown and somebody else both both my wife always handles that nonsense both times no paper tickets only you know qr code on your phone that's it you know I, I i took my son to a chiefs game in kansas city a few weeks ago and same thing everything was same digital thing. yeah yep yeah. and and it just, says have your phone ready have your qr code ready yeah so wrong it's just so wrong 
Hmm. You know, it's interesting thinking about this idea that the, the argument could be made that, well, everyone's been doing it. So look, it worked, you know, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched, cause I'm a, a total nerd. I watched a nine hour deposition of, um, the guy's name is, let me get it up here. So I don't get it oh, right. The Waukesha um, guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, <clears throat> what's his first name? Plotnik is his last name. Oh, no, that's not um, Stanley Plotnick. <laughs> okay. Uh, the book is called Plotnick's Vaccines. It is the literal book on vaccine. Okay. Um, I'd like, and this was a few years back that I saw. It was before before the whole COVID thing came out because uh, I'm just I'm a nerd. I'd like to dig deep into certain things. Uh, so okay. I was why I saw it come up on the interweb. He got brought in as a um, as an expert witness in a trial. Uh, something I don't. It's early two thousands maybe. Um, and so the deposition of him was online and one of the lawyers asked him to find in the book that he wrote where, uh, like point to the studies that were the safety studies that were done, uh, before the measles vaccine was actually, um, fair, uh, approved and then dispersed to the public and made mandatory. Okay. And he's like, oh, it's here. So he's ripping this book is like four inches thick turning through this book well it's got to be here turns out it's not there because they apparently didn't do them even though it was required by law really? and his answer was oh they must have done them they must have done it and then the next thing he's like but we've got 50 years of use of this thing so it's clearly fine oh, so the law, me. law means nothing you know the fact that yeah. it was it wasn't done it was illegally implemented they didn't do mm-hmm. the safety studies that they were required by law to do on it um and so fine, but you know what? Look, it's worked, and that's the same argument we're hearing today with this mRNA stuff that's going on. Sure. Is yeah, we didn't do the human trials, but check it out—we've got hundred, what, seven, five billion people that have taken it. It's fine. Look at it. You know, we it's have fine. we have history now. We have history. You know what's? Think of this for for decades, really. Um, the Kennedys were American royalty. Hmm. The closest thing you get to that in yeah. this country, even more so than the Bushes or the Roosevelts, whatever, because whatever they had that cachet or the Camelot thing, you know. To think that Bobby's kid RFK and Bobby was like a he was like a he was practically canonized when he was murdered. Mm-hmm. To think that they have canceled that dude, yeah, and he is now a pariah, yet he is a full-blooded Kennedy. It's it's just mind-blowing. It says how far to the left this nation has drifted because really, you know, Bobby and Jack were, they were on the left back in the day. Now they would be fascists. Mm. Make no, <laughs> no doubt about it. Both those guys would be called, they did the fascist paint paint <laughs> job for sure. So yeah, um, the whole thing is it's it's absurd. It's it's incredible how far this has gone and the vaccines. And I I, I I've listened to a lot of RFK. Never nine hours straight as you have with this Plotkin guy. But <laughs> was it really nine hours? Did he get a bathroom break or? Uh, I mean, well, they must have because I think they broke some. But it was fascinating because he was very defensive. I mean, he, he's the expert. Don't question him. And the, right. the, I thought the lawyers did a great job of asking the right questions. Uh, the other thing, uh, no, was this yeah. a C-SPAN or something or what? No, it, I mean it was a full deposition. I'll, I'd have to find it. If I find it, I'll shoot you the the, uh, the link on YouTube. Um, just because I mean you got nothing else to do. You don't have friends to talk to or nothing. So that's you right. Might as well I just am, sit in front of your television. For, 
It's true. I know. You you know, finally, I've done a lot of interviews. Finally, you've unmasked me, Craig. Craig, You're correct. I am a hermit. (laughs) Is that an actual window behind you or not? No, No, nothing you see is real. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Um, But I think that's just fascinating that um, we can... Well, it's the whole idea. If you say the lie long enough, then it becomes true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like if you can check the uh, Merriam-Webster there for the word insurrection. Is there a picture of a guy in a buffalo hat um, under that, you know, walking through a, walking inside the, uh, the velvet ropes? Well, not insurrection. The right. capital. Insurrection. Insurrection. Uh, no image. I, mean, I bet you no. on the Google it might, though. Yeah, I bet it would. I mean, talk about that. I mean, there's talk about your word distortion, calling that that silly thing, you know, it's an insurrection. <clears throat> and talk about a fascist. I mean, Joey's Hitler speech in front of the red, red devil hell background. Oh my God, you can't make this crap up. <laughs> it's beyond belief. It really is. I, you know, I, I, I've been in, in event audio production most of my life. Yes. And so I've, I've produced some concerts and run sound at them and then i've been involved in stuff for years somebody made the decision to set that camera up and to light it the way they did and to make sure those two military dudes were sitting right there to be lit that way someone made that call this is the president of the u.s sure this is not a no accident nothing is done accidentally no nothing i want to know who that was who signed off on that because you you know the president, I don't care who the president is, it really has no input on that. I mean, Trump may have a little bit only because of his television history, um, but yeah. I, and maybe Reagan did too. Actually, Reagan did because he actually I think it was at his inauguration, uh, he had them. I think it was Reagan had them go to a different part of the Capitol because it looked better on TV. Yeah, um, but still they they screwed with Reagan. I can remember reading about his his like one of his side men. I forget which one it was. I mean, Reagan was a pretty old, not as old as Joey, but he was a pretty old president. And he had a very elderly sort of neck thing going on. Mm. And and he was doing some type of a press event. And one of his guys, they were, they were shooting him from below, which exposed that. And this guy like had a conniption over that. Don't shoot him, <laughs> shoot him from above, you know? So yeah, I mean, Reagan, you, nothing happens by accident yeah. in a situation like that. You're right. totally 100% correct, yeah. According to the American Heritage Dictionary, they claim insurrection is the act or an instance of open revolt against civil authority or a constituted government. Well, what? There's a lot of things that could fall under that then as insurrection. Yeah, sure. Yeah. A rising up, an uprising, the act of rising against civil authority or governmental restraint. Specifically, okay, the armed resistance of a number of persons to the power of the state incipient or limited rebellion so i mean according to this i don't know when this was updated it could have been brand new who knows merriam webster calls it if the interweb will wake up um an act of or instance of revolting against civil authority or an established government well my goodness everyone is an insurrectionist at some point if you've ever had any thought against the government yeah so maybe they're right maybe it was the right word to use maybe it was (laughs) hello Uh, you know you see the uh when you see the real deal and there's been a couple like sri lanka um seeing that uh 
that situation, mm-hmm. the video of that, that was an insurrection, man. These guys kicking in the walls of the palace and they're just overwhelming it and dragging these guys up by their heels. So yeah, that, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Not some goofball in a buffalo hat <laughs> right. saying, hey, can I take, take yeah. a selfie of me with me at Nancy Pelosi's desk? I don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> but it was a big lie, so be quiet. Yes, um, I will. I had a uh, lady on, uh, I interviewed a, an ex-politician, ex-local politician. And she brought up uh, abortion because she'd been talking about that. It was right after the Supreme Court had overturned Roe. Um, And she brought that up and made the claim that according to the, whoever the health authorities are in uh, America, that miscarriage is classified the same as abortion, according to the state. Really? Um, I struggle with that. Yeah. Because I think it's incorrect. But I also have seen zero evidence that it actually is classified the same, you know, according to the law. Yeah. Because I, I met a, uh, a photographer friend in Minnesota a couple weeks ago, and I think he said his daughter or a relation somehow um, had a miscarriage, and apparently the doctors that they, she was dealing with made her wait so many days before they could take the baby out because they were afraid mm-hmm. that it would cause, that, that they would sure. be in violation of this new law. Right. Um, I, to me, that is insane. Uh, on the Instagram, uh, I rarely, I don't comment politically on stuff online, except on Instagram, just because it's fun. And I just troll the Democrats and the Republicans. I, I yell at both of them. I follow both of their official feeds and when they say things I don't like, I just comment on it and move on. It's yeah. just fun. Uh, well, there was something they posted, um, and it was the vice president of the U.S., who is a word smith, uh-huh. um, and she was saying how horrible it is that uh, the Republicans, she's claiming the Republicans are wanting a national ban on abortion. And so mm-hmm. I just commented and said, stop trying to... to um, justify and uh, celebrate the killing of babies that's mm-hmm. it just, just do that you know and then one of the a comment that came back to me was that's not what what um that's not what this is about this is about um our foster care system is broken and why we can't have more people there so my response was <laughs> so foster killing care. the babies is going to fix the broken foster care system is that the logic that's not what i said our we, we can't add more babies to the system that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's, did, did, did Kamala use, actually use the word abortion when she said this? I see the pattern here. You can see that from the same states and places where you're seeing an attack on women's reproductive freedoms, an attack on voting rights, LGBTQ rights, we're going backwards. Republican leaders are trying to get a national ban on abortion, which includes criminalizing doctors, nurses, with up to five years in prison. Are you kidding me? All right. I'm shocked she actually, see, she she probably got a spanking. <laughs> for, for saying using, that? For saying that <laughs> word, because she used the correct word for them in the setup, which was reproductive freedom, reproductive rights, reproductive health. They never, they don't like to use the word abortion Mm. they don't 
So they, that's always what they, the, my, the most ludicrous one is reproductive health. That's really, really okay. right. Well, like, Not too the, healthy for yeah. the kid. But, uh, I mean, th- this yeah. is a, a semantics game again. What do you mean? Always. Like, always. It's healthcare. What does that mean? And then the other one that fascinates me about healthcare is people say, we have a human right to healthcare. Okay, Mm. what does that mean? Does that mean you have a human right to someone else paying for your healthcare? Or you have a human right to go to a doctor and get their medical opinion? Which one is it? Mm. Because they're different. Well, you know, they they have an answer for that, Craig. And if you listen to all of them, Joey, Kamala, whatever, what they say is always, access to mm-hmm. access to right the, my favorite one is access to and joey was using this just the other day access to contraception <laughs> so so in other words there are if you if you stop in your 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 ampm market down at the arco station <laughs> those those trojans up there in the wall by the cigarettes they're behind razor wire and there's a guy with right. a shotgun. Not letting you access them. You're not getting them. I don't care how much you want it. You're not getting them. Right. right. No. Access yeah. to is a euphemism for, of course, free. Free. Which right. is a euphemism for paid for by taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So access to is, that's the coverall. And the mouth breathing idiots, they don't have the intellectual firepower to glean that. They simply don't. Access to. Oh, they're stopping me. Right. So <laughs> it, it it is mind blowing, you know, thinking back to the the people that speak for the president. And you know, I go back to oh, who was who was Clinton's spokesperson? Do you remember? Yeah. Um I can't remember I don't. off the top. Um and you know, then HW had was Ari Fleischer his spokesperson Ari. for a while? Yeah, I remember um, Ari. And then I can't remember who took his place. And then mm. Trump had, according to to Curry, sweaty Sean, <laughs> sweaty Sean Spicer. Spicer. Um, yeah. And then wasn't it uh, Huckabee at Huckabee Sanders after him? And then Kaylee McEnany. Kaylee and Kaylee, America's sweetheart, destroyed. Oh, uh, Dana Perino was H.W. Bush's. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, you know, I was I saw the five the other day, and they mentioned that. I, didn't, I had no recollection of her being at that podium. But how long was she? Um, oh, she H-W's? was there a few years. I want to say really? she was there during. Was she there during nine eleven? Wow! That, um, wow! I, she must have been a kid. Oh yeah. When, or really. she looks dynamite. <laughs> yeah, she's held up well. Mm. <laughs> well, apparently Fox only hires those. Yeah, God bless right. Fox. In, in the words of Dvorak, speaking as television producers. <laughs> yeah. um, the, uh, but uh, Kaylee was mm. probably the most vicious with a smile. Yes. Jen Psaki yeah. is just vicious. Just vicious, and it came across. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I, I do not understand the logic behind bringing on Jean-Pierre. I don't. Fine damn Kareem Abdul, yes. (laughs) Other than as a token. Yeah. Like, that must have been the reason. Because it's embarrassing. Now, you know, it's embarrassing to listen to people lie to your face, but she's just terrible at it. Yeah, but I'm sure, I'm sure millions love her. Oh, hang on her every word. You definitely heard... And the, back to words again, you definitely heard her 
explain away uh, the president's searching about the room for the, the representative can, who died a month yes. prior. Is the cadaver in the house? Where are you? Oh, you're lying down in the corner. Okay. Isn't that like Chuck? Hey, Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Right. The guy in the wheelchair. Isn't that similar? Yes, very yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, except worse, maybe, because yeah. the ladies happen to be dead. Um, yes, but she was top of mind. John, top of mind. So have you ever, ever in your life, you've been in broadcast for a long time, and in, in the linguist word, have you ever thought of using, you know what? Top of mind. That's the best way to say what I want to say. Top of mind. Top of mind. Yeah. It's it's mind blowing. <laughs> it just you know I think for them it just doesn't matter because they've gotten away with. The problem is people. I could do. I probably will. I've been threatening to do a show about this for so long. Is the idea of how respect mm. is a word that is so overused and conflated with civility. Um, you know, respect sort of implies um, perhaps a level of admiration, right? And so people say you have to respect, everyone deserves respect. Everyone does not deserve respect. And I think that when somebody like um, that spokesperson has the audacity, the nerve, the insult, insults everyone in that room and everyone on the other side of that camera lens by saying, well, um, she was just top of mind. As, setting, as, as Dvorak said, she could have said, hey, you know what? He's a busy guy. Totally. <laughs> he had insomnia last night. He yeah. just forgot that she was dead. Okay, yeah. I, I deal with that. I can accept that. But to say, to to lie in your face like that, that's, that, is an, that is an enormous, enormous act of disrespect to the American public and to the press corps in that room. And somebody needs to answer that in kind mm. and say, hey, lady, do you think we're morons? Shut up. You, I think you need to walk that back right now, or maybe you need to get out of this room. Yeah. And when people start to do that and publicly embarrass a liar like that, things might begin to change. Have you ever watched the movie A Mighty Wind? I don't know if we I talked have. about this last time. Um, you know, Jane Lynch's character, her and uh, her husband, they are wink, witches in nature's color. Um, and they, and it, it's, it, it's this, this idea that, you know, our, whatever we've, we operate on the 49th vibration and the color of whatever. And, uh, and he's like, you know, you would just, I mean, you just get that walking down the street. I mean, it's obvious as plain as day. That's what I feel like old Jean-Pierre is trying to do. You know, it's obvious, you know? Yeah. He was just thinking about this dead lady. And so he was looking for her in the room. Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone Anyone watching would know that's what happened. Top right. of mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's beyond. It's beyond. I can remember being in first grade and the kid next to me in the desk was trying to convince the kid beside him to exchange a nickel for a dime. And he kept saying, but the nickel's bigger. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So, uh, what else did I have on here? <laughs> it's nuts. It is nuts. But there's no there's no end in sight. I don't see I don't see any of this ever reversing. Do you? Not unless the the ruling class stops being the ruling class. 
And again, across the board, I ask every politician that walks in this room and we talk on this this podcast specifically, Mm -hmm. I ask all of them, let's talk term limits. What do you got? Uh, The only ones that say absolutely term limits are the ones that are trying to unseat the guy that's been there uh, Mm -hmm. and they've never been there themselves. They're the ones that say, yes, I promise I'll sign on the dotted line that term limits are going to be a thing. I will only serve for one term. Uh, no, you won't. No, not going to happen. No, and the ones that, that are incumbents uh, or are going back because they've been there and then re- whatever, uh, they all, well, well I'm not going to have term limits until the bureaucracy has a term limit. Which yeah. I, I can kind of see part of that. I, that makes the most sense to me is the, mm. the lobbyists and the people that are actually the non-elected career employees. Yeah. They don't change every two or four or six years. Um, but those elected people do. Now, I like the idea of some fresh blood. I think it's a good idea to get sure. some new ideas in there. Um, however, it could be dangerous. And so I guess I'm okay with maybe a term limit of half of a career, you know, so you, you could serve for up to 20 years, let's say, which is probably really? too long, but, and that's it done. After that, you're out. You have no other option. You got to go work a real job. We wouldn't have Biden, who's been in the government for 50 years almost. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have Chuck Grassley, who's been there. I don't, I mean, I'm, I just turned 43 this week. I don't remember Happy Grassley, birthday. thank you, not being in the Senate. Oh, it's. And he's it's running absurd. again. He'll be 90 something at the end of his term if he wins. Yeah. That, I uh, I got into this in a show some time ago, and I I, I sort of I crunched the numbers, mm. as they say, and it was absurd. Something that like the top five, the people the top five tenure in Congress and or the Senate had a had a combined uh, term of over two hundred years. Oh my word. It was, uh, my jaw dropped. And, and I, yet I thought, we're a democracy? Be, yeah, I thought, oh, wait a minute, let me get the calculator <laughs> out. I'm, I'm probably not that good at math. And that, no, that's that's, right. that's what it is. You know, Grassley and Pelosi and a few, uh, Feinstein. Uh, Feinstein. Yep. It's it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's, and and it, and really what, what the takeaway from that, I think I, did I call the episode that something? But it's really, if you, if you look at it in those terms, this isn't, this isn't a democracy or even a republic. It's a, it's a monarchy. These people have jobs for life, mm-hmm. and it's sick. Yeah, it's sick, and that's a big reason why we're where we are right now. Yeah, so I I agree that to me that's the change. Yeah, that's when it changes, and I don't see that happening in my lifetime. I don't. No, and I I will no. put a caveat on this. I am not calling for anything bad to happen to people, but. You know, with that said, parentheses that, uh, the only way this changes is with a an actual changing of the guard. Does someone being um, prosecuted, convicted, and and jailed count as having bad happen to them? Because I'd like to see that in many cases. Well, no, that's not bad. That's that that's ju- your just reward, perhaps. Okay, good. Uh, no, I mean, if you break the law, you sh- you should. Just like I, I shouldn't get a, a free pass just because of who I am. Uh, they shouldn't get a free pass because of who they they am. They are. Yeah. Uh, it just it, yeah. it's outrageous. There's it no is. way it should happen. Uh, that Larry Show dot com is where the musings 
of Larry Blydner are uh, <laughs> once a week Thursdays. Is that right? It's usually um, it's I usually post um, late on Wednesday. Um, say you know, so I always say close by say I'll see you next Wednesday or thereabouts. So sometimes it's technically Thursday because maybe it goes on at mm, one a.m. LA okay. time, something like that. It's about as late as it gets, but it's basically in the, in the on the cusp <laughs> of Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> Mid- midweek, say. we'll yeah. call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. regularly midweek. Yes. Uh, that show dot com. Uh, all over the the podcast spheres. I see you. You. I guess you don't list spotify so that's good um it's well i'm on spotify um i am i have to really get on like i said i'm not a i'm not a band i'm not a, i'm in between that and a lot of, but what i have to do is you know darren's been all over me to get uh you know the podcasting to 2.0 thing so people can boost and oh you know, cri- yes cryptocurrency me and i i have to mm-hmm. because it's a great idea yeah. so when i that. when i had uh tina curry on Tina's great. Um, oh, fantastic yeah. lady. Yeah. And that was a terrific interview. Thank it you. It was really as fun. always are. Well, I appreciate that. That's why you're back. <laughs> um, hey, that deserves a bell. <laughs> Ding. Um, the, uh, there were some people, because she tweeted it out above, uh, across her people. And of course, being married to Adam, it's all podcasting 2.0. Uh, and there were several people, even from like Fountain, like the Fountain people tweeted me, said, hey, you know, if you want to get this role and do that. And she's like, email Adam, we'll get this thing going. Uh, I just haven't had time. And he was going to the beef thing. So I, that didn't have uh, the beef. Thing. I knew he said the beef initiative. Sorry. <laughs> that That's sounds... such a great sound. He went to the beef. Where's that? He's at the beef thing. <laughs> I was kind of jealous because I, I'm kind of I want to go to the fan. beef thing. I want to <laughs> put on my cowboy boots and my Stetson. God damn I want to do that. I do. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> And so they're like, get get on this 2.0 so we can get, you know, I wanted to send you some stats, some stats, some stats. Uh, so you, so you I, always make me feel good talk, because not only are you illuminating <laughs> and urbane and witty and fun, you make me feel good about my lethargy in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and keeping up with technology. So thank well, you for I, that. Great. <laughs> if you saw the room, I mean, I've, this is, it's a fun studio. I'm in the process of uh, uh, building a new one, though, so. Hopefully in that's the next, a kick-ass room. I love it. this. This like you got. It's like a you know a a, a professional you know a network news thing. That sort of pit that you're in with the, <laughs> the barrier. I really, I really because I, I need that. So people don't know what you you know. You might be playing Yahtzee there for all we know. Who knows? But it's a very <laughs> it's a very cool set that you have. Oh, I just Where, where'd you go? Sorry, I was trying to move cameras, but I don't think I can. With what I, <laughs> I wanted to show you something, okay, but yeah. I, show me something. Oh, it's the, yeah. Okay, it's the back of your, it's the back of your monitor. I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Get that'll power up. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. I guess I didn't see the LG logo. Just looked like a big uh, pit that you were in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I built, I think I'll be able to do this now. Oh, sorry. If I go away, I'll come back. Don't worry. All right. We can, there we go. Hey, there's a oh, there we go. more remote yeah. shot. All right. That's so, cool. This is my little. Um, wow look at that and that's that holy crap that's a mixing board like from uh i'm a sound nerd so i I like sound audio that is so pretty stylish this is full-on like digital console so it man oh man i don't know it's fun well Uh, we have the same mouse hey (laughs) perfect there it is (laughs) and uh i do i have this for some video i've changed some of that uh, that's impressive, man. A friend of wow. mine made art of me yelling, so that's fun. That's good. Uh, I, that's uh, it's like the Morton Downey logo. You should, <laughs> right. uh, 
you should it's a great documentary on him i don't know if you remember that guy but he's no. certainly interesting I think I know what it is. And then technically, this is a table for guests. So this was built cool. as a room for, it would have housed four, you know, oh, wow. one, two, three. And you then it had this mic system built. And Jeez. It's all Craig, soundproof. And, oh, what's that axe on the wall? I'm Who's a bass that? player. So that's a, that, that, that. that's a signature Gary Willis fretless bass, five string. Whoa, you're a serious bass player. No, that's why it's hanging on the wall. <laughs> 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 and outside that window is my photography studio. Very cool. So a, You've got quite yeah. a plant there, man. That's I'm cool. impressed. It's cool. I like it. It's it, it's a good time, yeah. but it's um becoming too big for my needs currently. So I'm in the process of seeing if I can downsize. And that will put me uh the opportunity to rebuild my podcast rig. I see. Uh, so I'm excited for that. It'll be fun. Very cool. So anyway, that's a little side jaunt down the road. Um, <laughs> Thank you for the tour. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was a kick, man. Thank uh, you. Planet Rage, you also yes. are on, weekly with Darren O'Neill. And now, okay, Darren. next time you talk yeah. to Darren, I would like you to, um, uh, I don't know if reprimand is the right word. I have reached out both on No Agenda Social and directly via email because I would like to talk to him. And he has not oh. responded once. Consider it done. I'll kick his six foot six inch ass. <laughs> right. That's why we do it over when, Zoom. When I get on a stepladder. <laughs> right. Because some of us are short. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I, yeah. I first off, I wanted to talk to him, geez, months ago to see about yeah. the uh, the 2.0 stuff since he clearly right. knows what's up. Uh, yeah. And then I think he'd be fun to talk to. So I'd like oh, him I'd on the show too. Consider it done. He Excellent. Perfect. Yeah. And, and you'll enjoy it. Darren's a great guy. Darren's one of the, I, in fact, that's, that's so un-Darren like, I wonder if like he's, I'm sure it got lost. I'm not going to, I doubt, yeah, I doubt it's deliberate. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how, how, why it sounds so uncharacteristically Darren. People will say, Hey, hey do you, how'd you guys meet each other? I didn't know Darren like three or four years ago. And you know, my, my setup is nothing like yours. And I, I was using a, uh, a zoom you know, portable thing with XLRs yeah. and, and and some hunk of crap mic I had from back in my band days. I, I, I beaten the crap like uh, it was a uh, it was a sure I think a PG fifty seven or eight. You know, old mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, and it was very difficult. And so I, I thought, you know, I'm doing. I'm gonna stick with this for a while. I better upgrade my my gear. And so I was looking for a preamp, right? And I saw one on on Amazon, and was, this looks okay. The price is about right. It's got a lot of bells and whistles. But I had some questions, and below this was a review by Darren O'Neill. On Amazon. On Amazon. And he gave a, there was a little video, and he gave a very clear, concise tutorial mm -hmm. of how to use this thing. And then he said, but if, you know, if this hasn't been enough, you know, reach out to me, and I'll happily answer your questions. So, of course, it wasn't enough for me. <laughs> right. I said, hey, I got nothing to lose. I'll, I'll ask yeah. this guy, you know. And, I mean, like. Within an hour, I had a really nice answer. And then somehow this dialogue commenced. And he said, you know, what do you need it for? And I said, I'm doing a podcast. And he said, really, I used to do one, but my partner, I forget, he died or moved, whatever. I'd like to do it again, but I'd like to 
put together or whatever. And I said, why don't you try a solo, man? I said, I, you know, I've been at this for mm -hmm. whatever. And it's, is it tough? Yeah, it is. But I've never had a guest flake on me because I don't have guests. I've had right. like two, you know. <laughs> um, so, th so that whole that whole logistics of of scheduling mm -hmm. guests and and so forth is is your if just right now. I mean, you're trying to email a guy, and I'm yeah. sure he's just overlooked it somehow. But mm -hmm. it can be frustrating. And so he began. That's how it started. And pretty crazy. So that's wow. that's the guy. That's the Darren. I know he's a he's a very very accessible dude. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sure he'll be happy, thrilled to do this show. Yes. Well, I would love to reach out. As he should be. <laughs> of course. I mean, you know, you'd, you'd get that walking down the street. <laughs> uh, word only so. Word only so. Um, yeah. Any, uh, did I, I, I forget if I asked you this last time. Um, I probably did. So I'm not going to go down there. Uh, all right. Your road trip you just took, and we'll, we'll end yes. with this. Um, okay. <clears throat> give me two things. Okay best thing you saw on your road trip because you how many miles did you guys drive this because you were you were literally coast to coast right yes yes um well this this was a weird one because we started we we made it in two different vehicles because we got in our family car the, the wagon we got about about 100 miles out of la which is pretty deep into the mojave desert yeah really is heading east now now uh on what road were you going down the we bottom were, half of the of the country or were you headed yeah north? yeah we, we, we pretty much take the same route we like the 40 you know okay. um and um incredibly we we were um, basically in the middle of nowhere and uh my wife was at the wheel because she's the morning person i always take the later shifts because you know it's just circadian rhythms and <laughs> some chooch in a uh, jacked up a dodge ram ran us off the road and i mean really it was like yeah, it was like Ben-Hur. I mean, this guy, I'm sitting there looking at my phone and my kids are in the back and she's in the wheel. All of a sudden, this, this incredible thud of the entire car just rocked. And this guy wow. hit us once and then a second time. And I thought, oh, this bastard, he, he, this, this guy wants to kill us. Um, and then the third time, he kept cutting, his, his wheel was pressing up against ours, just like in the Ben-Hur chariot mm -hmm. race, you know? Mm -hmm. And I thought, we're going to, this car is going to roll, you know? And incredibly, my wife, God bless her, she, she kept it under control. We uh, were able to pull over in the shoulder. But anyway, I'm not getting into the whole details of that. So, so that was a hell of a beginning. The car looked at it. I said, <clears throat> you know, did a lot. First, I wanted to, I wanted to kill him. Then I thought, eh, that'll really screw up this, this trip if I, if I'm in jail for manslaughter. So, <laughs> I won't kill him. Although I could have, he was a, he was a very tiny little man. Um, but uh, which would tend to be the way with guys with enormous trucks. I've I've noticed. Um, but anyway, so I said, you know, we're not going to let this happen. Even though the line was the line was screwed, the door the door would, wouldn't close. The wind was whistling in. We drove back to L.A. I know hundred miles got, back home. Hundred miles back to <laughs> my the, the wheel was like to keep it straight. You had to have it like oh so. My. It was really it was a it was a shit show. Um, but I've known this uh, collision guy forever. I called him from the car. I says you got to take this thing as soon as I get home. And he says fine. He says and and a block away was enterprise rent a car. Mm -hmm. And so within, you know, within three hours, the car was put away. I had a, a rental of a, of a pretty good sized uh, van, which was very nice. Mm. And the next morning we were, you know, on the road again. So the best thing, I'm sorry, the best thing I saw was probably 
to answer your question, you thought, where's this, where's this nut going with this? The best thing I saw on the trip was when I took inventory of my wife and kids in the car and realized everybody's still in one piece mm. uh, from that. Cause mm-hmm. it really kind of, that snapped things into focus, you know? Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah. Priorities. That's crazy. Uh, so I hope that answered your question. Sure. Your first question. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Craziest thing you saw. Craziest thing I saw. Um, Hmm. I would have to say the, uh, and I didn't see it once. I saw it multiple times is the, the crystal clear delineation of the mindset of the populace that you see in merely crossing state lines. And, you know, in Arizona, it was life is normal. Mm -hmm. The moment you crossed into New Mexico, you would have thought it was the peak of COVID mania. Mm-hmm. People are masked. People are furtive. People, no, nobody looks at you out of New Mexico into Texas. It's normalcy again, you know, and then Arkansas and Missouri and, you know, we, we cut through Tennessee, all good. As soon as it hit the Eastern seaboard, you know, Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, again, just, just a, a completely different world. And so, you know, doing that, as I have several times, you realize this, there's, there's no, there's no putting this country together. It it really is two different nations and there needs to be, I think, a national divorce to, to, to cut back on the acrimony because it's, it's just never going to, it's never going to meld again. I don't think so. So is your assertion then that they should be divided up into different countries? I don't know how. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it, I mean, look at it. There's already, other than the southern border migration, there's another migration underway, and that's people running away from from the coasts, kind of from right? the coasts, from the coasts, and and more than the coast, just the hive mentality. I mean, mm. they're fleeing from Chicago, mm-hmm. and they'll be fleeing from the entire state of Illinois uh, as of January one, when all their insane uh, bills pass. Oh, about yeah. no cash bail, and you know, kidnapping. Yeah, I don't worry about it. Go home. We'll, you know. Um, it's an, it's incredible. So people are fleeing, they're voting with their feet and maybe that will in some way facilitate the gerrymandering of the nation, uh, according to people who have, uh, just, just, just catastrophically different views mm. on, on life really. Mm. So episode 376 of that Larry show is called truth bombs from an American road trip. Is that kind of a, yeah, a little you, bit into you, that trip you did? A lot into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much, yeah, I covered it. Awesome. There. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Larry, thanks for spending some Saturday with me. This is a blast Thank you. every time. Always great to be with you. And, uh, you know, You'll be hearing from Dara very soon. Excellent. I you that. <laughs> well, let's stay in touch. Uh, I now have your cell phone number. Oh, well, Uh-oh. see. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up. No. Uh, awesome. Uh, if you're ever uh, in the upper norm, I, I don't know if we're upper Midwest. I See, I don't know how people classify us because I'm in South Why? Dakota. A lot of people say, oh, West. No, we're not West because they call yeah, but- the Midwest Ohio. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm guilty of that too. When I when I think of Midwest, I think of I don't really think of Ohio. I'm with you there, but I'd say I think of you know Kansas and Iowa. You know th- those. I think yeah. that really well, the, the midsection. Mm-hmm. But when I think of when I think of the, the Dakotas, um, I don't think I don't think Midwest. I it's think it's weird more, because we more border than Midwest. we border 
Nebraska and Iowa to the south, <laughs> South Dakota. That's, That's true. So, yeah, you're right. So you know, what I, am I saying? I'm yeah, a geographic idiot. Yeah. I, I I drove seven hours south to Kansas City to watch mm. a football game. So you know it's. You must be a serious fan. No, my 13 year old is a Chiefs fan. So ah, you're we, a good daddy then. I, That's we nice. tried. Of course, now uh, we talked, and he thinks it'd be fun to try to watch the Chiefs in every stadium. <laughs> there you go. You need well, a better a great, job, uh, kid. <laughs> that's a great vlog you can do there. Oh, it'd be right? fun. That's yeah. a, it's a hell of an idea. But how, you know, I don't know how many years it would some of take. Yeah. Um, you can do it. Okay. You can do it. And I, I got to get it on podcasting 2.0 then to get some sats. <laughs> get those sats <laughs> Darren, flowing, help, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, Larry, thanks again. Um, Thank you so much. Absolutely. Good luck. Always a pleasure. Yeah. It's, Always a pleasure. It, it's fun. And the melodious and, sound of your voice. Hey, good. please, as soon as you get this, uh, you know, cut, whatever you're going to do, where you make me look beautiful and, you know, 30 years younger, totally. Uh, please send me the link so I can push it out to my, I am a social media maybe. You know, I, have, you know, I, have, I have, I have north of 1500 Twitter followers. Holy crap. So, hey, back off. In that case, <laughs> <Not> check. <laughs> but I certainly want to blast this out to everybody in my vast audience so uh, awesome. they can dig on, on uh, your brilliance. Well, It only works with good guests, so thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome. Have a good one. Thanks, Craig. See you, buddy. ThatLarryShow.com is where you can find all things Larry Blydner. Thanks, Larry, for sitting down with me again. We'll do it again someday for sure. Thank you all for listening and hanging out with us for the last while, hour and a half or so. TheInterviewPodcast.org is where you can go to find out more shows that come out of this podcast. Uh, Also, for you to help support the show, click on the Donate Today button. You choose the value you got out of the show. Turn it into dollars. Send it back our way so we can continue having these chats with people from around the world. Thanks for listening. Larry, have a great day. Everyone else, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.